0: Guys, I've got Derek Etzel in the house with me again. We're going to go over the trades in the NBA. Quick episode for you. This is the Game Time Guru. So... What's up? everybody i'm shane larson like i said this is the game time guru i got derek etzel in the house with me today but before we get started we want to make sure that you know you can find the podcast on itunes stitcher podcast addict or go to the website thegametimeguru.com you can listen to it there but i'd like for you to subscribe to it leave me some reviews and if you can like it share it whatever on facebook twitter uh even instagram if you can do that so i got derek with me derek say what's up to everybody
1: what's up everyone good Um, to be back
0: Heck yeah, man. So today we got a good one for you. We're going to break down some of the trades in the NBA. Uh, NBA trade deadline just passed us last week, and we got some winners and losers for it. We're going to start off with the Cousins trade to New Orleans. I want your thoughts, because I talked about this last week on my own. Give me your thoughts, Derek.
1: Yeah, I thought your thought process was good. Um, Really, win-win for New Orleans. Um, I'm just curious how it's going to work in the long run, if Cousins is going to re-sign there and if they're going to surround him with some guards because they have no one out there.
0: That's kind of what I was, I was thinking. At first, I was like, this is going to be really cool watching him because I wanted him to get into the playoffs because I think that uh, the Warriors struggle against Bigman, yep. and I wanted to see them go against New Orleans because Draymond Green historically does not play well against Cousins. Uh, they, get, they get frustrated with each other, um, and Cousins is much bigger um and more physical i just kind of wanted to see that happen see what what perspired or transpired transpired that was a good word transpired from that whole situation um but i'm not i'm not impressed with them right now like what what's your thoughts on the first couple games that you got davis and cousins playing together
1: well they're obviously playing well but it they need help they need help i mean they got to spread the floor they you know losing buddy healed which he hasn't shown much yet but they need more shooters other than holiday
0: that's I'm, I'm with you on that. I think their guard play is garbage. It is just absolutely terrible. I saw a meme that said you get better wings at Applebee's because the <laughs> wings are, they're just terrible on new Orleans. And I, I don't think they're going to see success in this league right now. Um, at least this season, I don't know if they make the playoffs, um, because they need somebody to help them out. Uh, where, where do you think Brandon Jennings goes now that he was he just got released from the Knicks. What do you think happens to him? Yeah, I just saw that. That's a good question. I honestly have no idea. I'm curious who's interested. I mean, what about New Orleans? Do you think he wants to go there or no? Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. He said he wants a winning team. Do you take a winning team that it's already, you know, a, a given that they're going to be in the playoffs or do you take a winning team that has potential in that sense?
1: Well, for him, I think it opens up more opportunity. You know, there is no wings, no guards. You know, he might get more playing time, get more of a chance to score 18 a
0: game like he's capable of. Who knows? I agree. I, I don't uh, think he's being utilized in New York. I, I would like to see Jennings go somewhere where he's needed, and I think that could free him up. Uh, got work team. out.
1: Now, the Kings, man, I mean, it's crazy they won their first game without him. Right. I thought that was pretty wild. Um, I do think that the Kings um, saw something there that no one else really saw cousins being kind of a virus do i think they could have got more absolutely for cousins yeah um but it's kind of interesting i think they were just tired of him being a virus and you know in the locker room no one wanted to play with them is what everyone's saying um and i think they saw something with collie
0: stein i mean we saw that big game from him yeah.
1: the game after who knows
0: yeah man so it's just kind of like rudy gobert in the jazz when uh gobert got to take over when we let go of venice Cantor. Everyone was kind of like, uh, that's kind of a weird trade, uh, getting rid of Cantor. But uh, it ended up working out for them. So maybe the Kings got something up their sleeve. I don't know. Maybe they knew something that we didn't, just like you said, man. Um, who do you think has a better chance of making the playoffs, Kings or the Pelicans? I'd still say the Pelicans. Really? I do. Okay, so they've got like 25 games left. And you think the Pelicans are going to turn it around before the end of the end of the season and get in that playoff race to play the Warriors most likely get that eight seed. I don't know if they'll turn it around. I
1: just think they're better than the Kings still. Okay. I, maybe someone else slides up. I mean, we'll see, I guess. I mean, I just see them having more of a chance than the Kings. I
0: got you. I, I thought that, too. I, I kind of disagreed after watching this. I mean, I don't think either one of them makes playoffs. I think the Nuggets are going to take it. Nuggets. Now, yeah. I would like to see them make the playoffs, but I just don't know if they have enough firepower around Cousins and Davis. But next year, if they decide to keep them both, like, well, Cousins at least... They can build around him. You never know, man. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, let's go around and, and see about the OKC trade. OKC gets Taj Gibson and and Dougie McDermott. You know, McBuckets. Huge. I like that. I think that's the biggest trade. I I really do. I think I think that outweighs the uh, the Cousins trade. I really do. Yeah, for me, I mean, Westbrook needed
1: help. Let's just be honest. I mean, Roberson really doesn't do much. Payne doesn't really do much. Morrow hasn't really shown that much. I mean, adding a proven player like Gibson on a playoff team when the Bulls were in the playoffs. And McDermott, another shooter. Westbrook needs that. He needs someone. He draws so much attention.
0: McDermott could get wide-open shots. Could help out a lot. And do you think Chicago gets the pieces they need to rebuild? I don't know if I I trust Payne yet um, or Morrow, for that matter. I like Laverne, but... I don't know if Chicago has the pieces to rebuild. I think OKC came out big time on top on that one. I don't know if Chicago has that. What do you think, man? I, I definitely agree. I mean, I do see why the Bulls did it. They're trying to make some changes, but I just they still lost that trade. Oh, um, absolutely. I would have kept McDermott. Oh, man, McDermott's got the potential, man. I like him. You just talked to me about it. He's six foot eight, two twenty. He's actually pretty solid. So if he can stay healthy, man, and you've got you've got Westbrook facilitating creating those opportunities for him to shoot open buckets dude he's his his college days may be coming back to him you might be seeing that here soon i'm i'm excited to see them get to the playoffs and see what they can do they've got 20 games to get it get it together and get their uh, chemistry going but yeah poor chicago man you think d wade stays there or he, he opts out of his contract at the end of the season that's a good question i think he might stay really
1: why I'm- I mean, it depends on where he could go. I mean, he wants to play with his buddies, but Chicago's just because it's home. I don't know if they're going get, to get him enough talent around him, but
0: I don't know. Well, he ain't winning a championship there, that's no, for sure. No, I agree. It's a, it's a long time coming in Chicago. Gosh, dang. Poor Wade, but, I mean, not poor Wade. He, he went for the money this time and went back home, and they just happened to start rebuilding. I thought they had a solid squad to start the year, and then... Uh, all that went down. and Do they he, trade Butler? If he didn't go this time, I think they probably build around him. I think that's what they're going to be doing long-term. What do you think? Yeah, I
1: mean, <laughs> I'd say the same thing, man. I mean, I like Butler. I don't know why they're having so many issues there,
0: but... I think Rondo. Rondo's the common denominator. Get him out of there. Get the drama out of the locker room. That's my opinion. Uh, okay, so it, t- talking East Eastern Conference, though, Ibaka to the Raptors. Do you think that makes them a contender that can actually, you know, compete with the Cavs? No. Okay. Cavs are too good, but I do like the trade for them. Um.
1: I was always saying the Celtics mainly because I like Isaiah Thomas, but man, this puts
0: Toronto ahead of Boston. Does it? I think their defense is their interior defense is legit, uh, but Ibaka he reminds me of Biombo. Um, yeah. He's just a, a veteran Biombo. A little awesome. better scorer. Yes, he can shoot better. Overall, and I think, I mean, if, Toronto had their days. They they tied it two two against the Cavs last year, and it was kind of kind of scary. Everyone knew LeBron was going to come out on top, but it was like they had that. But I, I think they have one extra piece to kind of help them out, help out their wings. They've got they got a shot. I I don't know if it puts them ahead of Boston though. That's tough for me. I like Terrence Ross to be honest. Really, so
1: losing him, I mean, it, it's because I'm biased. He played at UW. Um, of course so but i like him he stretches the floor i mean i i like the trade for them but losing another wing that can shoot a three and drive and be athletic but i think they saw something out of norman powell and that's why they were okay with getting rid of him because norman powell is a good wing too and he plays defense
0: oh for sure so. okay that's some. everyone was like happy from what i heard that ross was out of there get him out of there but no i can see like you want ross there it's not just because he's a Dub guy. It's because he's actually pretty good, but you're biased because you got to yeah. the Dub background. But now that's cool. Um, so do you think the Cavs come out on top out of the East? Yeah, especially okay. with what they're doing now. All they're, right. They're adding depth. So We'll get to that in just a second. I want to talk one more piece, though. Lou Williams, your Lakers traded Lou Williams over to the Rockets. Who came out on top on that trade? Definitely the Rockets. Um,
1: I like that the Lakers did that, but man he fits he fits Dantoni's system
0: heck yeah he does man
1: holy cow that bench is
0: lethal now with Gordon and him they play the basketball that I absolutely love it's live or die by the three man live by the three die by the three and sometimes they do die by it but dude they're living by it right now uh we were just talking about it before the show they just had they had a game the other day how many how many threes did they take and make I think it was like
1: 48 49 threes
0: and then they made 22 or 23 of them. So almost 50%. You're shooting over 40% from the three-point. That's amazing. Like, and if you've got shooters that can do it consistently and they want to shoot the ball, let them do it. I, I love it. I love watching it. Do you think the Rockets are a contender or are they a pretender? I think... I don't think they are beating the Warriors, but
1: I do think they're more of a contender than the Spurs just because they uh. the way they play. The way they play is very interesting, live or die by the three. If they're making those threes and Harden's getting wide-open shots for people like he's doing, and if he's scoring, too, that's... They're dangerous, man.
0: I don't know if they play defense, though. That's that's my question. Well, they don't, but... if who can outscore the other team? It, I, I think it's interesting. We'll see which Harden shows up. The the playoff Harden or the regular season Harden. Historically, he hasn't done that great in the playoffs. Like he he seems to have one bad game where he has like 15 turnovers um, when it matters the most. But I want to see, I want to see them get them rolling. I think Lou Williams fits perfectly. It's like he had no problem first game. He was back with him. He just starts shooting the ball. Seven threes. Dude, it's like, all right, we'll just throw, throw it up. It goes in. I think the fans are going to like him, and I think they're they're happy going into the playoffs this season. So I'm curious to see him. He's happy getting on a winning team. I mean, he was
1: good for the Lakers because he was helping the young guys, but I mean, now he's kind of feels
0: revived. Oh, he, yeah. he knows he's going to the playoffs. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. But like you said, they're not taking out the Warriors. I don't know. Or they, they might be able to be more of a contender to take them out, but do you think the Warriors are still making it through the West? Yeah. Okay, so it's going to be Warriors-Cavs, kind of what you're saying. Yeah, I don't, oh,
1: okay. I don't see it any other way.
0: So let's, let's finish up this the show today with a quick discussion on the Cavs-Warriors' depth. You just, you mentioned depth, and the other day you and I were talking about it at work, and I said, taking D. Will, D- Darren Williams, not Derek, but actually I like both of them, but getting Darren Williams in the free agency, possibly Bogut, which it looks like they're going to be doing, and by the time this gets released, they might already have Bogut. I said they it makes them better than the Warriors. You said... You disagree, so I want to I want to get your point on that because you also think that Cavs have more depth, yet they're not as good as the Warriors. I want to hear what your thoughts are.
1: It's a good question. Um, it definitely makes the Cavs more scary. S- scary, um, because I thought the Warriors had more depth two years ago when they won the finals, uh-huh. and now we're kind of seeing a shift here with the Cavs adding more pieces. Now, do they fit in? That's going to be the question. But the Cavs are playing so well, and they don't even have J.R. Smith back. So that's going to be interesting, adding him back. Um, But I say the Warriors just because of the way they play the game. It's so exciting to see them move the ball. Everyone gets open shots. I mean, 30 assists a game is pretty incredible. Yeah. And with how efficient they are with putting the ball in the basket, it's scary because... I don't know if you saw the other day where they had that 50-point quarter, but
0: it was pretty exciting to watch. I hate the Warriors, man. I I hate the Warriors, and I'm sick of them, and I, I just want them to go down. I just want them to go down. I don't care if it was Cleveland or not. I like LeBron, but I just want someone to take them down. I would like it if they didn't even make the finals. That would be even better for me. I just they have the i think they're if you talk talk about their front four their their first four guys on the court when you're looking at curry uh, draymond you're looking at clay thompson and, and durant i think that beats the four that the cavs have cuz the cavs have the big 3 and then they got jr they got thompson but i don't i don't think they have the the overall chemistry and teamwork it's it's not the same game um kyrie can facilitate do his own thing create and score at will uh but they are the the Warriors, like you said, they have the, the ball movement. But if you break it down further down the line, it depends on how deep they're gonna go in the finals. But if you break it down further, the Cavs are much deeper. As I was looking at it, they do have a lot of depth. I think the Cavs take it. They've got you're gonna have JR, you got Corver, D Will coming off the bench. To help out Kyrie, I think that's what they needed was a point guard. I don't care about everybody else. Richard Jefferson's good; he's he's a good vet for them. Bogut's going to be a defensive anchor if he goes there. Um, it'll help out Tristan in the middle of the the paint. Because honestly, right now I think Channing Fry's their tallest guy, and he doesn't even really play in the in the middle. He just plays like a stretch four or five. I think though, like, ooh, it could be if they if they can get D will to to mesh with them. I think they're gonna be all right because then you're gonna bring in D Will with Livingston. It's like a chess match in the finals. You see which coach is subbing who. You got D Will coming in with Livingston and they can, he can guard Livingston because he's a little bit bigger of a of a point guard. He's he's a taller and a thicker point guard. Livingston's a little bit taller than him, but he's I lanky. think I think Corver was the biggest move. I mean,
1: LeBron opens it up. If you have a knockdown shooter like him, I mean look at Fry. How once they brought over Fry, he turned out to be great for them oh yeah just because he makes those open threes just a spot up shooter and corver i mean i watched one or two games of the Cavs, and he just went off six of six of
0: seven from three 20 points i mean now that they're getting they're getting the offense rolling for him i want to see him take him down but you're still calling the warriors on this one that's because i'm biased okay i hate the Cavs. so the depth is better for the Cavs.
1: it'll be interesting because once it does get deep, or if injuries start happening happening in the playoffs, it's going to be interesting. But I I like the Warriors' efficiency, okay, the way they move the ball, and it'll be interesting to see how some of the younger guys do that the Warriors have off the bench, like Clark and McCall, when it big time playoffs, um, during that time of the year, how they actually respond, okay, with the crowd going crazy, they've never been there before, um where a lot of the guys that the Cavs picked up have been there before, Darren Williams. All yeah.
0: right.
1: So it'll be interesting. I honestly I could see it going ca- the Cavs way with what they're doing. Right. But I do think the efficiency could could be their nightmare.
0: Who wins it between Kevin Durant and LeBron that matchup in the finals? Kevin Durant's probably going to guard him or help out. It's probably going to go KD and LeBron, or LeBron's going to guard KD, one of the two. That's probably what's going to happen. LeBron's going to try to take on KD. Who wins that matchup?
1: Which makes sense, but I was kind of telling you at work, I think the Warriors need to have Draymond on LeBron and KD on Love. And... I think that could be bad for the Cavs. Ooh, interesting. Oh, and be then, a terrible matchup for the And then Cavs. Put, and then put Clay on Kyrie. But then again, you know, they're adding depth. So, you know, you got what Curry on Corver or Curry on Smith. They could take advantage of that matchup. Oh, you know yeah. they're gonna take advantage of Curry on defense. So um, but who wins that matchup going back to that? I think KD has a sense of revival.
0: Okay. I
1: don't think you can stop LeBron. I mean, he's just like Michael Jordan and Kobe. You, he's too good to stop. But I do think KD's length. I mean, it was a regular season game. Yeah, doesn't mean anything. But I did see some things from KD that hassled LeBron. It's his length. Now, if LeBron gets a full head of steam, you can't stop
0: that. You can't. Right. Man, I don't know. I uh, KD KD might do it. This might be the year for for KD to get his. I hope not.
1: But do you give him that much credit? I I was hearing from. I don't. I can't remember who it was, but. KD jumped ship to, you know, a Warriors team that was just in the finals and they won the year before. You know, as far as legacies go, Uh, that's a, that's a different topic. But I mean, we could go on about that and legacy and because. KD getting a
0: championship after I don't know it's just an interesting topic. We need to discuss that in a future podcast because I think there's something to say with the fact of how quickly he fit in comparing it to LeBron's situation with D Wade and and Bosh. They had such a hard time meshing when they first went to Miami. KD didn't have a hard time meshing. It seemed like he just came in and started playing his game. But is there an asterisk next to his name at the end of the day if he is to win a finals? That's a different podcast, because I think there might be. But you got our opinions on this one. We're going to wrap it up for you guys today, keeping it short. Uh, this is the Game Time Guru. Again, Derek, I want to say thanks for coming on to the show today. Um, we're going to have you on again. Do you have any final words before we let you, let you go? Go Warriors. <laughs> go Cavs, dude. <laughs> All right, this is the Game Time Guru signing off. I'm Shane Larson. We'll talk to you next week. Later.